póngase las pilas Escucha los consejos de mamá Cuando empieces algo, empiezalo con fuerza No te rindas y sobre todo Póngase las pilas Qué nuevo, mi gente linda You're listening to Póngase las pilas A motivational podcast for the professional Latina I am your host, Laura Prieto And I am on a mission to motivate you and help you engineer a life you love. I am a mom, dog lover, engineer, and creative soul that loves learning new things. Join me each week as I talk about mindset, motherhood, career, business, and creativity. Because as my mom always says, nunca es tarde para aprender. So grab your cafecito or favorite drink and let's get into it. Hey Pilosas, welcome to another episode of Póngase las Pilas. This is Laura Prieto, and today I bring to you a episode all about creativity. And that's why I have this hat here that was gifted by a dear friend. And I want to talk today about how to use creativity to prevent overwhelm and that stress that we sometimes feel. Well, not sometimes, but a lot of times actually. Whether it's because of work, whether it's maybe... You know, we're going through a difficulty in our everyday life, emotionally, maybe we lost a loved one or in our family dynamics, whatever it, the case may be, we are always faced with stress, with overwhelm, especially in the routines that we live and especially in this country, to be honest, in the U.S., I know that stress is everywhere and like everyone feels it. Even kids feel it. Even pets feel it. Like, I don't know about you, but I've, I used to have a dog, a golden retriever named Lucky, and even he felt stress and he would have to get like, he would react to that stress and respond to that stress by getting hot spots. Like he would like basically chew his own skin because he was trying to deal with that stress. And we had to put the little cone and put like, you know, give him medicine and help him out a certain way. But so I think even if pets get stressed out and kids get stressed out, of course we get stressed out, right? We have so much going on most of the time. We have a lot to deal with, a lot of responsibilities to take care of. And so it's completely normal to get stressed, but we need to find a way to manage it. We need to develop ways to really manage that stress and kind of regulate our emotions around it. And that's why I wanted to talk to you all about this topic today. As I have previously mentioned in other episodes, it has been stressful for me as a working mom, working nights and, you know, spending time with my girls during the day, figure out all of the stuff for their routines, nap routines, doctor's appointments, food, everything, right? And it's definitely been something that creativity has helped me with kind of managing that stress. And I don't know why I hadn't really kind of dove into it before, but ever since I was a little girl, I have been creative. I am a creative soul at heart, as I have shared previously as well. And I don't know why I hadn't really kind of used that to to help me de-stress. But lately I've gone back into those ways of like art and painting and drawing. And I've always been kind of drawing to some degree, 
But there was a time in my life that I stopped all of that. I stopped being really that creative with my hands. And it was mostly when I was in university going to school for engineering. I was pursuing two degrees in engineering. So there's a lot of work and dedication that is needed for for that. I know for some people it comes easily, or at least that's what they say. But for me, it wasn't easy. For me, it was hard. I needed to you know, devote time to it and even my tears <laughs> to it. So that time, during that time, I definitely put down my brushes, my colored pencils, everything. And I wasn't painting. I wasn't drawing. I wasn't really doing that much for that creative outlet. Um, I was doing exercise and stuff like that, but it wasn't really around that. For me, creativity is very, very tied to art and you know, painting something or drawing something. And so I know that that stress comes at us and we don't know how to deal with it. When I started one of, you know, one of my projects, like my first few projects, I used to get stressed. And the doctor once told me like, you need to like not get so stressed out. Like you need to manage your stress. And I was like, how am I supposed to do that? I don't know how to do that. It's not something I choose to do. Oh, I remember because it was like I had high blood sugar. Like I was having issues with like cholesterol and sugar and like all these things. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? Like I don't even eat that many sweets. Like what's going on? But it was also that part of like my stress was affecting my health. And I used to think like, okay, I'm trying not to get stressed out, but it's it's really hard to be so self-aware that you're like, I'm not going to stress myself out. Like you don't choose to get stressed. No one really chooses to get stressed out. It just happens with everything that's going on around you. It just happens. So it's really important for us to find ways that help us. And each person has, you know, different ways of managing it, different ways of tackling that stress. So it's important for you to figure out what works for you. And today I want to share kind of what works for me, what I have found helpful. And I have five steps to use creativity to prevent overall. I will be referencing my little notes that I took in my beautiful notebook that I can never open at the right time. But you see it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, of course, ponte las pilas because, you know, I motivate myself with that saying. Uh, but yeah, so before we get started, I just kind of want to give you all an update. My baby is doing really well with sleep training. She is doing wonderful. She has been a little bit sick, but she's been she's been okay. And the older one is doing really well. She's right now learning her letters and numbers. And we're kind of going slow with that, but she really enjoys these like puzzles that my sister gave us and it has to do with like letters and numbers. So they're very educational. So that's good. Um, and also, she's been enjoying going outside and seeing the, the bunnies, in case you've seen my stories on Instagram. That has been fun, too. The bunnies are very special for us because when she was almost a year old, the bunnies started coming out. And we hadn't seen them in a while with, like, you know, so many things going on. And then also the lake back there used to be, it used to be an actual lake. I mean, it's still a lake, but it's just so dry right now that the, the bunnies can just run over closer to us so it's really nice to see that and for my husband and I it's really special because like I said that's kind of like the time that we used to be so aware of like outside because she started you know she would look outside and she would look at the birds so 
it's really nice that we have that backyard. There's like nature all around us. And it reminds us of when she was going to turn one. We actually made her first birthday party all about bunnies for that reason as well. So it's very nice to see that. And our younger daughter is actually almost turning one. So it's it's like it all comes together and the bunnies are out again. So it's really exciting. Um, so that's a little bit of that. And then I did want to share that I've been working on some new things with the podcast and possibly doing the YouTube channel I had hinted at I think last year. So I'm still working on that for now. It might just be like putting in the episodes, like these podcast episodes, video episodes, and previous episodes, just it would just have like a picture on there. But I kind of want to see how it goes. It's been kind of scary because I've never done YouTube. So I'm kind of getting into the platform and seeing how it is, what I'm supposed to set up. But that might happen. I might just put these videos out there and all I want is to be helpful, right? Like I've always said. So I want to make sure that it's helpful for you. Let me know what you think. Let me know if it's if these episodes are helpful or if you relate to anything that I say. And hopefully it, it is helpful for you. I have also been working on other resources. I might have um, like a little freebie coming up for all of you. I want to determine what's really the most helpful for you. And I'm also going into more creative side and I want to start talking more and actually doing more about my art my artistic career which I had never really given a fair chance and you know I recently like a few weeks ago probably already like almost two months ago lost a family member and I think that when we are faced with these things of, you know, a loss, it reminds us that death is like right there waiting for us. It's, it's so, I mean, it, her death was very sudden. So it was like a little bit wake up call of, okay, you never know really when you're going to leave this world. And I don't want to have regrets, you know? I don't want to say, oh, I never pursued this because I was too scared or because I never thought this could be possible. So I'm leaning more into that part of my creativity and figuring out where that takes me, where it leads me. And that's also why I wanted to share this episode with you all today because it's something that I've started doing for myself and it has helped tremendously. So I figured it could help you all figure out your way of using creativity. So let's just get started. Let's jump right into it. I have here, so the number one step, first step that I want to talk about is release any limiting beliefs around creativity. So we all have these limiting beliefs. We all have these affirmations that we tell ourselves about, oh, I'm not creative, or I don't paint. I don't know how to draw. I could not hold a brush, you know, I can't do that. I can't paint or whatever it is. I can't knit. I can't sew. So many things, right? But we we are telling ourselves that we can't do something. Have, have you actually tried to do it? So it really has to do with just releasing those beliefs and releasing those words that you tell yourself and don't put pressure around it. In this moment, creativity is being used to just relax your mind and your body. So it doesn't have to be, oh, you're going to be the next Picasso. 
Like, don't worry about that. It's more about helping you do that relaxation in your mind. Because if you try it with that mindset of, okay, I'm just going to color for five minutes and just feel the benefits of it. Don't think, oh, I need to do this great piece of artwork. It's not like you're going to be selling that artwork. It's not like you're trying to, you know, make a business out of it. If you are, well, of course, go right ahead. But in this scenario that I'm speaking about creativity to prevent overwhelm, it's just for that. It's to help you do that self-care. It's to prevent that stress from really overwhelming you. And because we have so many things, we have so much to deal with on a daily basis that it will be helpful for you to just take down, take some time to just decompress. And that time could be used with creativity because it uses a different part of your brain and that's going to help you. That's going to help you kind of soothe yourself, right? So don't put pressure around, oh, I don't know how to draw or I can't, I'm not creative. I don't have a creative bone in my body. I've heard that before. It's like, no, we are all creative. We are all capable of being creative. It's just in the manner of how we say it, how we speak to ourselves, and how we're trying it out. Don't put pressure around it. Don't worry about the outcome. It's more about the journey of how you're feeling in that moment when you're doing it. So that's number one. Number two, it's allow yourself space to explore and the time. Like I said, it doesn't have to be you color every single time. No, you can do different things, whether it's painting, whether it's knitting, whether you want to even exercise. Dance can be a form of creativity and self-expression as well. So just think of what you would like to try. This is like that space to really try new things, to try out different things that maybe you used to do when you were younger, but you haven't done because oh, now I'm an adult, I don't do those things. Or just simply something you've always wanted to try but haven't done so maybe it's ceramics maybe I don't know I don't know what you're all into these days but it could just be playing with play-doh like when you were a kid trust me like that's really really relaxing except for the fact when you have to pick up little bits of play-doh from the floor but it's okay it's all how we see it it's how we take everything into perspective remember that's that's how we have to deal with things it, a change in mind, mind shift, <laughs> a change in mindset is what I want to say. Um, and it's, it's basically how you see it. But sometimes I play with my daughter with Play-Doh and it's soothing. It's relaxing. Of course, I'm always vacuuming at the end because, you know, the baby, I don't want her eating any Play-Doh. But the process itself, it can be soothing. So, you know, think of things that maybe you really loved when you were a kid. Even if it's just playing with something or building Legos, like my husband loves doing that. And I think it's kind of like the same principle for him of soothing. What I find in maybe drawing, he finds in maybe doing Legos. So just think of what works for you and give yourself that time of exploration. Maybe you're not sure yet what works for you. So give yourself that time to explore and figure out which things you do enjoy, which things you don't, or maybe they don't really provide you with that soothing factor. And that's how you can figure out which way or how to use creativity for your benefit. So number three 
is choose your preferred method of creative expression. And that's kind of in the line with what I just said. There's different types of creativity, whether you do journaling, watercolor, acrylics or ceramics or knitting, sewing, whatever it may be. Maybe it's just doing little craft kits that you can get at Michael's or something. Or maybe it's doing uh, bracelets, like little bead bracelets. Whatever it is that fills that kind of like soothing void that you have, use that and explore again. Like it's open for exploration. This is not going to be like the thing you have to do forever and for every week for self-care or for, you know, releasing that stress. No, like it's open for you to try things. Be a kid again and explore different things. Play because I have noticed, like I have been reading so much about child development and play is so huge for kids, right? That's how they learn. They learn better through play. So I'm like, okay, what's the difference between us adults now? Like, why can't we learn the same way? Why can't we relax the same way? So think of that, like play. Think of play as your form of creativity and whatever that means for you to play. Number four, make time in your day for creativity. So this is very important. I know it's difficult with the lives that we have so busy and we're working, we're in school, whatever it may be. I mean, trust me, I know. Like you have, you have known about my struggles as a working mom and it's definitely, definitely hard to take time out, but it's not impossible. So t- be intentional with your time. And maybe even if it's just five, 10 minutes, take that time out for yourself. Take that time out to explore that creativity because it will really help. It will be that kind of like that moment in which you feel like, oh, okay, I can let go of all of these things tying me down. I can let go of the stress. Like I said, whether it's like, maybe you're having a disagreement with someone, write it out, journal about it. And that's going to help you see it. Maybe take a step back and kind of see it from a different perspective. Because sometimes we have all these things bottled up inside, whether it's in our brain. And we can't really make sense of them clearly until we write them down on paper, until we really dissect them. And kind of just like, I feel like writing it out, it just like sets them free into the world. And so it gives you a little bit of a, of a different way of looking at it. And you don't have all this emotion tied to it. So try that. And then number five, the last step, it's incorporate that time for your creativity into your weekly routine or daily. I mean, daily would be ideal. Let's try not to go monthly because that's too far in between. And then you're just going to forget about it. But try to put in, you know, whether it's maybe a week, you say, okay, an hour a week to start off or five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day. Just try it out. I have been trying to do this, you know, since I work at night. It's been at night, but it it kind of helps ground me and it kind of helps me release like kind of all that amped up emotion of the day. And it really is helpful. Sometimes I do it before work or sometimes I do it after work, depending on how late I, I finish work. But it it helps me, you know, it's and like I said, it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be like I finished this work of art. No, it's just I do a little I doodle. Basically, I'm doodling for five minutes or I'm painting. Like recently, I started painting my daughter's room, just like her name, but in like paint. 
and like using the brush against the the wall and like painting was so liberating for me it was so helpful it made me feel so powerful too and it made me remember those times when I was younger and that feeling that I would get when I would paint because ever since I was little I was always painting I was always drawing I loved all the stuff that had to do with art and I did not become an artist just because of the whole stereotype of like you're not gonna make a living which that has changed by now thankfully but that's also why I was like I already like it was kind of like a dream a childhood dream that I had but I never gave it a chance really because those were not the times you know that was not how you would make a living like that was just not it seemed not possible at the time but before I get distracted with that it was it was that feeling of like I love this like I feel so happy when I'm doing this and I would wake up early like my parents my sister would be sleeping but I would wake up early to just draw to just you know use my markers on paper and I would just draw I remember even when I was in elementary school we used to share a room with my sister and I always wanted to do kind of like like a gallery and so I bundled up all of my drawings even like projects from school and stuff like that and my sister's sweetheart so she was like good with it but we basically put them all up on a wall and they were just displayed there and I loved seeing them I it was like this is my work like I felt like an artist at that point because it was like I'm surrounded by my art and I had forgotten that feeling until like I started painting again so I think that that's really important because it makes like that shift in you of like remembering what you loved when you were a kid and maybe you loved something completely different but explore that explore that and give yourself that time weekly or hopefully daily to incorporate it into your routine and you're going to see how that's going to help you not just in your everyday life but also be more productive at work because when we're kind of more relaxed and not so stressed out it's it helps us be more efficient at work and whatever we do and it helps us be more happy and that's ultimately what we want. We want to be happier and be more motivated to ponerse las pilas and really achieve what we want to do. Really find that intentional living and find that happiness. All right, pilotas. Well, that's all for today. I hope that it was helpful. I hope that you find this really eye-opening and I hope that you can relate to it. Let me know if you do. Let me know what you think about it. You can leave a voice note on Spotify or you can just DM me or email me, whichever way works too. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you create. Let me know what you find is your creativity like, like which form of creative expression you want to follow. Let me know. I would love to know. And I will see you all next time. A ponerse las pilas. Bye. Hey, Pilosa. Wasn't that an awesome episode? If you loved it, please share with another Pilosa that you know will enjoy it too. Because we're all about community here and lifting each other up. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at Pongate Las Pilas Podcast so we can connect and I'll be sure to send a shout out your way. Oh, one last thing. I would love it if you would leave this podcast a review on Apple Podcasts since that is one of the ways more Pilosas will be able to find us. For any resources mentioned on this episode, or just to connect, make sure to visit the episode description in your favorite player. That's it for today. Y recuerda, a ponerse las pilas.
Hey Pilosa, wasn't that an awesome episode? If you loved it, please share with another Pilosa that you know will enjoy it too. Because we're all about community here and lifting each other up. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at Ponga las Pilas Podcast so we can connect and I'll be sure to send a shout out your way. Oh, one last thing. I would love it if you would leave this podcast a review on Apple Podcasts since that is one of the ways more pilosas will be able to find us. For any resources mentioned on this episode or just to connect, make sure to visit the episode description in your favorite player. That's it for today. Y recuerda, a ponerse las pilas.